I do have quite a lot of adventures. I don't go to posh hotels and live in luxury. I'm I'm happier going to a cheap hotel or backpacking even. I had a feeling um, that the, just... the um the adventures comment there had apostrophes around it. <laughs> so sometimes it's a positive <laughs> adventure and sometimes it's not. <laughs> Would that be fair? <laughs> um, yeah. Power to live more with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today Joe is interviewing Wendy Capewell of Copewell Therapies. Wendy has been a loyal subscriber to Joe's newsletter from way back when the newsletter was solely about online marketing. They finally spoke a year ago when Wendy offered to help Joe to think through her power to live more planning. Right back when she was just getting started and Joe was quick to invite her on the, to the podcast. In fact, this interview was recorded back last summer. See if you can spot how quickly things change in the social media world when they talk about a couple of tools that have slightly changed since then. Wendy's a life coach, hypnotherapist and counsellor specialising in working with professional women to improve their confidence in whatever areas of their living they're lacking or confidence may be having an impact, personal relationships or career. Together they explore the issues that are causing issues and then find a way forward. Wendy supports, guides and motivates but does not advise. She sees herself as a sat-nav, hopefully finding the most efficient route and not directing her client down cart tracks. She has been involved in this for the past 10 years and is passionate about what she does and really wishes that she had discovered this career years ago. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Wendy Capewell of Copewell Therapies. Hi Wendy, how are you? Hi Joe. I'm very well. It's um, a bit gloomy out there but you never mind. Um, it's just, it's what it's how we feel on the inside, isn't it, really? Exactly. If let the weather affect us, we'll never do anything. So We're having to try very hard at the moment, aren't we, with the weather? <laughs> and we are in July, yeah, nearly August. Yeah. <laughs> so great to, have you. <laughs> great to have you with me today. So um, if you could start by telling us a bit about you, what you do, and where you do it. Uh, well, I'm um, a life coach and I concentrate mainly on building confidence, especially with women. I find in the last 10 years in my work that a lot of the problems that people suffer is based on lack of self-esteem and confidence. So I think if I can help that, uh, it, it, it helps improve people's lives and it can be either in a personal life or in a relationship or um, perhaps in their business, in their work. Um, and where do I do it? I do it mainly at home, although I do run workshops and I do some public speaking as well. 
So I have quite a nice variety in my life, really. Excellent. And what does a typical day look like for you? I always laugh when I ask that question because there never is a typical day, is there? But give us an idea of the sorts of things that, that you're doing. <laughs> well, I, I tend to focus on working with clients on specific days. So that means I'll book all my clients in just several days. And, and it can be evenings as well uh, so that my I'm more functional and I'm more organized. And then I have... I tend to try and have Mondays and Fridays off, though, so I have a nice long weekend. But one of those days can be for doing admin, marketing, um, things like that. And I hope the other days, sometimes it can be just a day off so that I can enjoy things and I don't have to worry about cramming things all in at the weekend. And is that something so that you did? Is that something that you did for a particular reason at some stage, or have you always worked in that way, working the sort of three days with with the the clients? Generally, I found that I was trying to satisfy my clients' needs rather than and work around them, which made my life pretty disjointed, and I wasn't very fun, uh, focused then or very organised. So I would find that. I didn't get things done particularly well. So by having more focus and, and organizing my week better, I find that I get more done and I'm better organized too. Yes, yeah, that's interesting. I I sort of um, try a bit of that sometimes and have my diary so that you can only book into certain days and then something comes along like these podcasts, for example, and I'm, you know, I've got limited time to get them done. So then I sort of open the diary up and find that I'm using all the days and, and early's and late's and then think exactly what you've said, that it's, it doesn't sort of help you be organized and live the life that you want to live. You end up sort of being very reliant on everyone else sort of calling the tune. So I think it's, you know, it's really interesting to hear that you're, you know, batching, if you like, that that uh, client-facing work into the middle of the week. So what about um, yeah. getting yourself set up on, on days? Do you, do you have a morning routine? Does it differ depending on whether you're with clients or not? Or does it just sort of take it as it comes? It can. It can differ if I've if it's days when I'm seeing clients, then that can be very much focused because it's the preparation, it it's the seeing them, and I work from home, so they come to my home generally, and then it's uh, notes, um, ensuring that my notes are up to date and any more uh, kind of research I need to do. So it, it's very much focused on that really, and I tend to do a bit of admin in amongst in amongst it as well if I have the time. Uh, the other days, well, it just depends. Like we said before we started this morning is Monday morning and it's my day kind of thing, so um, I'm not in my business mode, so I haven't got myself in that in that mode yet. So it will be doing some admin, maybe maybe some housework is which is the boring stuff but it has to be done sometime <laughs> so yeah there's some of that mm. and what about in the morning do you get up at a certain time and do you always have breakfast or do you not have breakfast do you um, do any particular uh, sort of I don't know meditation or anything like that not, not something that I've managed to do yet but some of the people I've interviewed do <laughs> yeah uh, I tend to get up about the same time more or less between seven and eight o'clock in the morning. I don't feel I have to get up any earlier. I've done that corporate stuff of getting up at six o'clock in the morning and rushing through traffic. So now I find that I don't have to do that. So I'm enjoying that now. Um, I do have breakfast every morning. I do do some exercise and may go for a walk. 
so yes, I like to get myself prepared for the day. And I guess not meditation, but those positive thoughts about how my day is going to be and looking forward to it. I like to start my day feeling positive and, and generally I do because I do love my life and I, I'm really passionate about what I do too. So that all helps. Hmm. And then as we move into the day, how do you sort of make sure you get everything done? Do you have particular ways of managing your tasks? Do you have a to-do list? Does it really rely on the sort of um, client appointments? How, how does that run? Yeah, I do focus very much. I have a to-do list and I work through that. Um, I use an app which I find is, is quite good. It's called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. And I use that for my own tasks, but I also use it in conjunction with someone who helps me with my online marketing. And so he will set up the task, remind me what I need to do, and then I can put that, whatever I've done, into um, the app, and then he can pick it up straight from there rather than using emails. Mm. It means that all my tasks are listed, and I can, you can list them under different projects too. So if it's business or personal or particular area then you can put those things in there so say I was running a workshop I'd have to list all those tasks that I needed to do to put that workshop together I love a sign I've used that in the past yes yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's particularly good for collaboration isn't it and it's it's very flexible um, and quite user-friendly from um, when I remember first setting that up how long have you been using it yeah Oh, I've only started using it recently, so I'm finding it for it does focus me and makes me remember those things I set down that I said I'd do. <laughs> and some sometimes someone tells us, you know, oh that's a really good idea or they come up with a good um suggestion, but we tend to forget it. So if I type it straight in there, I know it's there and I know I've got to do it. So it's, that's like memory jogger. Pieces of paper get lost. I seem to have pads all around the house where I've scribbled things down and then forget them. <laughs> I, I quite liked going over to technology because I could easily forward things to tomorrow that I wasn't intending doing to, today, whereas on paper it, it didn't disappear. I could see <laughs> that I'd not done it. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm not so sure it works yeah. so well on that. I think sometimes it makes it too easy to, to sort of put things off and rearrange yourself rather than actually do the, the task. <laughs> Yes, I agree with you there. <laughs> and then what, what about... a way of being able to procrastinate, isn't there? Yes, exactly. A te technological way to procrastinate. <laughs> so do you, um, how do you, what do you do at the end of the day? Do you have a, a sort of uh, a shut-off between work and evening and, and do you have a an ev particular evening routine? It just depends on the day because if I'm seeing clients, which I do three evenings a week, I can work until quite late, say 9 o'clock or 9.30. Uh, but I find I'm quite good at, at shutting off between clients and my routine is generally um, just sitting and chilling. I Sometimes I do watch rubbish TV <laughs> and there's plenty of that to choose from, that's for sure. Or maybe reading a book that is not work related or listening to some music. I do like to chill and just unwind before I go to bed. Um, but I think that's really important to be able to do that. Mm. And then other evenings I might do, I, I my hobby, one of my hobbies is 
um, painting and drawing and I believed as a child I was hopeless at art. I was always told I was hopeless at art. thought I could only do sticking, uh, stick men and so on. So about seven years ago I decided to join an art class and see if I could be taught how to paint and draw. And I really, really love it. I find it's a great way of unwinding and I'm in a nice group of people where it's a different pace, different interests and it's something I'm really enjoying and I can actually produce some reasonable pieces of work now. So that, that is really nice. I've also joined um, a Toastmasters group which I'm going to, I'm doing my first talk this evening. I wanted to be able to present public speaking better um, which I'm doing more of now. So I thought I'd join the Toastmasters and whilst it could be quite formal and very, very structured and it got my, I had to get my head around it a bit but I also find it great fun and they're a really friendly group of people, very, very supportive and I'm doing my, what they call the icebreaker speech this evening which is my first speech in the, in the list of speeches that they give you to um, improve your speeches. How long is it for? So the task, the um, icebreaker. My, uh, it's only about six minutes. It's nothing too daunting. It's just introducing myself and uh, so that others get to know me. And it's it's just that introduction to the speeches. You get um, check. Well, the, all the different speeches have different kind of ways of improving your speaking. So it's it can be about timing, it might be about intonation, it might be about movement. It's all different things so that you you can improve certain areas of your speaking so that everything gets encompassed then. Mm, that sounds interesting. I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago, um, an organisation called Evcom, who uh, are a membership organisation in the creative sector, so videographers and event planners and so on. And they had a really good speaker um, who I'm going to not be able to remember his name, which if I can remember, I'll uh, look him up and put him on the uh, show notes. Uh, but he was—he gave a lot of information about how to prepare for speaking and so on. He's, a, he's an actor as well as a, a speaker. But one of the things he talked about was about, firstly, about when you get that adrenaline before, you know, when you're really nervous before you speak, to go and um, sort of press against the wall as if you were trying to push the wall over and do that three or four times. And that helps to... Uh, sort of use up the adrenaline if you like to, to get you a bit calmer and the other one was um, to <laughs> what did he call it something like to bash yourself or something it was to hit your chest and your your cheeks and your throat sort of thing before you speak so that it sort of opens up and gets sort of blood flowing to the areas where you need it to be able to speak you know clearly and, and more confidently um, but I thought you can only really do that when you're sort of you know behind a curtain or, or um, in a room on your own can't you you can't really do it like right in front of everybody <laughs> So you'd have to go and hide in a corner, as you say, um, somewhere so that you could do it. Yeah. The other thing that, that they say is really good is to do a power stance, a bit like Wonder Woman, yeah. so that you really pump yourself up and get yourself in that at that frame of mind that you're positive. I don't have the outfit, I have to say, though, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said to do a similar thing. He didn't mention Wonder Woman, and I did always want to be Wonder Woman when I was young, so uh, maybe I'll have to have a think about that as well. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, that you like to, to read books and listen to music uh, in the evening, and a non 
work uh, books. I don't know about non-work music. I don't know if that that uh, is a uh, an option or not. Um, what what sort of um, books do you like? Have you got any particular recommendations or, or any music recommendations? Wow, um, books! It will be a novel, and I think the novels I enjoy which are very light-hearted are, are books about people so they can be just just um, involving people and I get I don't know if I have any particular authors but I'll, mm -hmm. I'll just pick on something that I really enjoy and it, it's almost mindless really so that I don't have to think too deeply yes um, music I've I've recently discovered Spotify and I really love that because you can just pick from an era or particular artists or just choose the or type of music so that if you want relaxing music or if you want something to dance music to get you in the mood and it's free so I just love being able to plug in my tablet or my phone and Oh yeah, and just play it, or whatever I'm in the mood for. So that has been a great thing to do for me, anyway. Mm, it's great how that's all changed. I mean, I, I think to you know a couple of years ago when all my CDs were piled up in the sitting room, and I used to have to go and you know physically choose whichever one I'd want to listen to, which was always too much effort. Um, and the difference between that and as you say, having it on your phone or your iPod or your computer or whatever, and just being able to just choose whatever music. Cause it's um. It's you know one of the advantages of, of modern technology, I guess, <laughs> along with all the downsides. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you talked yeah. about a, um, Asana being a tool that uh, an app that you're using. Are there any other tools or apps that uh, that you use that you think would be worth sharing that might be useful for other people? Well, there may be some that you've already that people already know That's about, fine. but I found um, Scannable. Being able to, it's an app that I have which means that I don't have to collect business cards at network meetings. I can just scan it and Brilliant. it then goes into my contact details. I, I guess there are several but um, that you can, you can download but it, it's really useful because I don't know about you but I end up with all these business cards. I can't remember who anybody is. <laughs> I can't remember anything and um, if they're on LinkedIn, you actually get the LinkedIn connection on your phone too. Yeah. So it means that you're not carrying loads of stuff around and you can actually, ah, that's who that person is. Um, do you do what I do? Do, 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 I, do you um, take their card, scan it and give it back to them? Because I always don't want to, to waste their cards for them. But then I think sometimes they might not realise quite what I'm doing and think I'm being a bit rude. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's explaining it, isn't it, really? <laughs> he is explaining it. Yeah, otherwise people could get quite offended, couldn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've started using Twitter more, and the one thing that I've started doing is I've got my own um, hashtag. Someone told me about using your own hashtag, and I've made mine up uh, so that then I don't know if again listeners know about that but if you have your own hashtag it means that whenever you put a post on say Facebook, social media, Twitter then if they click on that hashtag it brings up all the articles and posts that are under that hashtag. Mm. And what's your hashtag? So that connects it. Um, unstoppable confidence. Lovely. 
Sounds like a good one. I have to check that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been debating mine with yeah. Instagram. I set up a new Instagram account for Power to Live More and then realized that it's a pain having to log in and log out of my own account or the Power to Live More account. And I was hashtagging with Power to Live More anyway. So I've decided I'm going to go back to my own Joe Dodds Instagram account, hashtag Power to Live More when I'm doing anything on behalf of this part of my business and then set up various automations to share that in various places because of the hashtag. So I think hashtags are a good plan. <laughs> I'm going off on one of my auto yeah. automation uh, traumas that uh, makes everyone switch off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I always find your, your um, newsletters fascinating. I really enjoy it. I look forward to reading them, so they're great. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, the other thing I've I'm, I'm just got, and I haven't really used it, although we did use it at a workshop I ran with a couple of others a, couple, uh, about a month ago now. It's called Periscope. Yes. And it's a way of, you know about that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a way of recording, uh, and it only stays on there, I think, for about, an hour or something. Yes. But it's a great way of, of of promoting something, and I'd like to look more because it's around the world, isn't it? It's fascinating that you can just pick up something from someone in another country, and yeah, the only thing is if they're not speaking English, because I don't have any other languages, so that could be. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're doing, someone telling you about them. And if they're doing a particularly boring one, I, <clears throat> I am, um, I've been lurking on Periscope. I haven't actually recorded any myself, but uh, I was looking at one the other day, um, uh, and this guy, I don't know where he was, because time scales wise, it was obviously bedtime, and he was literally lying in his bed with his head on his pillow recording something and I can't even remember what he was doing doing that sounds a bit rude um you know he was asking people to ask him questions or something or he was saying oh, I'm just testing out this or, or something and I just thought you could really have picked something slightly more interesting than you just lying on your bed <laughs> um but I I actually found it on Thursday night I was um walking uh along to the sailing club my uh, husband sails on a Thursday night and I'd just gone for a walk down there and it popped up on my phone that uh, Shrewsbury Morris were periscoping and uh, I clicked into it quickly and I was able to see Kathy who was the pilot podcast interviewee um, actually dancing and her partner playing at the Shrewsbury Morris uh, rehearsal um, and and actually leave a message as well whilst whilst uh, they were recording so the person who was taking the the video was actually saying oh you know Joe Dodd says hello and I just thought that's so cool as you say that you can connect with people wherever just in the moment so um, yeah I, I think it's a great great tool a great app as well so I have to challenge each other to go and actually record one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, that's something I want to do more of, and I have yeah, I'm doing more videos and so on. I, I got quite nervous to start with, but I think it gets easier as we we do more and more of them. Um, and I think the pressure is off more now because whereas everybody had to feel that they had to have a professional video and um, make sure that it was all perfect, and you nowadays I think people are much happier to be able to just do their videos and it's very casual and I think it makes people 
feel more comfortable because you're getting to know the person and it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, it's yeah. getting to know that person more and understanding more and I think much more relaxed, it feels more comfortable for me. So yeah, I sometimes pop in the garden with my selfie stick and uh, do a little video about something or other Yes. and uh, yeah, I just think, okay, it's good enough and that's all it has to be really, Yeah. just to help more people. That's what it's all about. Brilliant. I have to yeah. take a leaf out of your book. I still struggle with that. As uh, you know, I'm doing my newsletters on, on uh, YouTube now uh, at the weekend. I've done two now, um, which I just about coped with, but I oh. uh, still find it very traumatic. <laughs> Even though I speak at the drop of a hat anywhere in front of however many people, um, actually recording it on my own, I just, um, that is, it's good enough thing. Uh, uh, I have to keep reminding myself and not keep re-recording it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the other thing yes. that I've started using is um, Powtoon. It's um, an animation program, and you can use it free, and you can post your your animation. And I've got it as an introduction. I made an introduction on my website using Powtoon. Uh, the uh, it's fun to use if you if you enjoy kind of technology and using these little characters and so on. It's great fun. It's a bit fiddly, sometimes it, it, there's a few bleeps in it, but if you can get over that, and it, it's great fun to use. The thing is that you can also, you can post it on YouTube for free, you can post it on Facebook for free, and you can post it on Twitter. And if you post it on Twitter, the people who run Powtoon will actually retweet it for you so you get additional kind of exposure there. Great. So that's quite a tip if you've got the, if you feel that way of doing stuff. Yes, what did you say it's called again? Power to? No, Powtoon. P-O-W-T-O-O-N. Okay, Powtoon. Excellent. Great, that's a really good uh, recommendation. Yeah. I'll have to go and check that one out. So, moving away from work a bit then, what, what about relaxation and keeping healthy? What sort of things do you do there? Relaxation. Um, as, as I said, I, I love my art and doing things like that. I went to an art event on last Thursday up in London which was great, watching other artists and watching their techniques and learning a bit more about that. Uh, we then went on to Camden Market, a group of us, and had a wander around there which was great fun. I love exploring London and places like that. Mm. I love travel. When I get the opportunity, I just love traveling, and it's one of my real passions. And I get have, I do have quite a lot of adventures. I don't go to posh hotels and live in luxury. I'm, I'm happier going to a cheap hotel or backpacking even. I had a feeling um, that the just, the um the adventures comment there had apostrophes around it. <laughs> so sometimes it's a positive <laughs> adventure, and sometimes it's not. <laughs> Would that be fair? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what, I've found that even those things when I've been lost or uh, things haven't gone my way, that's really helped build my confidence because mm. I just have the attitude much more now, well, what's the worst that can happen? And uh, you know, I, I just find that I've, I have had some exciting times and some really fun times and met some really interesting people. Yeah. So I love doing that when I get the opportunity. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, I love meeting up with friends. I love exploring, just going to different events and trying new things. Um, so, yeah, uh, bring it on. It's almost like everything is new. Everything's exciting. 
and I try not to say no, I can't do it. I'd I say yes and think I'm worried about it afterwards, and I find that <laughs> I've had so many opportunities that have come to me just by opening my heart and my mind to new things and trying them out. Wow. I think I probably need to do a bit more of that, although traveling, I don't think I'll ever be an adventurous traveler. <laughs> so um, what about the... Oh, well, I... yeah. Go ahead. So what about um, the, the keeping healthy bit? Do you do, you do particular... You talked about exercise before, so what sort of particular things do you do to, to keep fit and do you eat in a certain way? Do you make sure you get enough sleep? How, how do you look after yourself? Oh yeah, uh, exercise. Well, I don't. Mainly, it's walking and stretching and things like that. I'm not very good at doing exercise as such. Uh, I don't go to the gym. That bores the hell out of me. I've tried <laughs> it in the past. Don't go to exercise classes. Um, but I do. Yes, I do enjoy walking. I and I I like gardening too. I've got a very tiny garden, but even that is exercise uh, because it it needs always needs attention somewhere or another. Uh, exercise, eating, I'm, I've been a vegetarian since I was four, which was absolute hell when I was growing up because people didn't cater for vegetarians when I was, I was a child. No, I can imagine. But now I love vegetarian food and there are so many nice foods around. There recipes and restaurants cater for me and I find that I can eat really healthily and I'm very conscious of what I put into my body so I I tend not to buy ready meals I, I'll cook for my cook for myself I live on my own so that's which so that means I can eat what I want when I want really mm. um, but yeah I, I do like cooking from scratch because I like to know what's in the food mm. And when, um, you, when you were vegetarian at such a young age, was that your choice or was it your parents? No, it was my choice. Really? At four? Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't, I can't prove it because my parents are dead, but I had a light bulb moment after they died which said at the age of four I had polio. Right. Um, I was in an isolation hospital for several months and I, I became a vegetarian at four and I always wonder whether it was a control thing well you abandoned me and therefore I'm going to punish you and I'm not going to eat what you want me to eat <laughs> and it's going to make life difficult for you I mean a four-year-old could I think it's quite capable of thinking that way because we know that they can be very very difficult about what they want to eat mm -hmm. but I did wonder that but, um, so yes it was my choice yeah. uh, so quite an interesting one too Mm, and as you say, I do make sure that myself I, as much as them at the time because it wasn't so popular that you know whenever that was. So yeah. so it's much harder to to do, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, very much. Mm. Um, and as for, I do eat. I do eat regularly. Make sure that even when I've got clients, I set aside a time to to have lunch and trying to eat it without doing other things because I think we we get into that habit of multitasking and then we don't notice what we're eating and then that can lead to us eating all the wrong foods as well so mm. I do really try and book that the meal times in with my calendar so that I don't have I do find that I make sure I have a, a proper time to, so I have breaks yeah sleep I oh yes I love my sleep anyway so I do go to bed at a reasonable time I make sure that I get a, a good healthy sleeping as much as possible I don't function if I'm really tired, so it, it isn't worth it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny, yesterday, talking about, as you say, being aware of, you know, making sure you eat properly or making sure that you have breaks and so on. It's something that I talk about, but um, we don't always follow our own uh, advice, do we? And I, I was recording some of my blog post yesterday onto audio so that I could put them onto SoundCloud and iTunes. And I did, I think I did five or six in a row. And the last one, I re-recorded so much of it that I realized that I needed to stop, which wasn't surprising because clearly that took quite a period of time to do. And it was a real sort of reminder of the fact that, you know, you, you do have to take breaks because your energy levels drop and just your sort of ability to do things, you know, in the right way, to the same standard definitely Mm. changes and that was a really good example yeah definitely I agree so what about um learning and improving yourself it sounds like you're quite proactive in in that regard you know doing things like picking up your uh uh you know the art that you're doing and and uh you were talking about you know some of the uh, apps that you've picked up clearly you're sort of keeping your eyes and ears open for things so how, how do you do that Part of it is, some people frown on Facebook, but I find that some of the groups there can be really good. I'm actually part of a a therapist group, and there's lots of people exchanging information and offering advice. So those kinds of things I can pick up from there. I also pick up your tips because you've usually got a little nugget in there somewhere in your newsletter. I search for it. at times. <laughs> so that kind of thing. I think from a learning perspective of uh, my business, then I, I do attend workshops and read and so on to improve my knowledge because I think that's really important to keep up to date so that I can provide the best possible service. Mm. Um, continual professional development is really important for me and um, I do belong to associations and have memberships and they demand that too and I want to make sure that I'm giving the best possible service to my clients so mm. yeah that and I, I just enjoy it because it uh, I learn something all the time mm. yeah so what about all of this stuff if things don't go right so you you get up thinking you know the day's going to run smoothly and all the the work that you're putting in and your sort of focus is is all on things going well and then it doesn't quite go right <laughs> how do you deal with that I've learned not to beat myself up. I can get frustrated, but I also recognise that that doesn't help. <laughs> so sometimes it's a case I just have to let it go and prioritise. If something really has to be done, then I'm going to have to put the effort in to get that thing done. But yeah, life has a habit of doing that. Um, you get a sudden phone call from a family member who is needs some help, or you get um, your computer crashes and you can't get into it um, or you just don't feel well and I've learned that if I don't feel up to it then it's probably better that I take the time out to look after myself and then start again when I'm feeling fresher mm. because otherwise I just ruin the rest of the week if I have a day when I'm just not feeling well and I try and push myself through it I know that I am gonna, I'm going to take longer to heal Yes. So I've learned that lesson over, over the years. It's been a hard one because I know when I was working full time as an employee that I would I would push and push and push myself until I really wasn't well and it just isn't worth it. Mm. So 
although being self-employed has its downfalls because we have to be everything to everybody and, and manage everything unless we outsource <laughs> it, there is that advantage that we can say, actually, I can't do that today, so I'm going to take time out for me. Yes, yeah. Uh, I think we sometimes forget that or, or we sort of, um, as you say, we push ourselves because of the fact that we are, you know, the main person to do most of it. Um, and sometimes it is nice to actually stop and think, actually, the reason I'm doing this is so that I can have that that flexibility and, and not to feel guilty as well, isn't it? I'd say that I quite often do my singing in the middle of the day. Um, and then I sort of think, well, I really should get on with my work. But I know singing is really good for me. And uh, it's probably better yeah. to do it when there's no one else in the house as well. <laughs> Aww. for their sakes <laughs> so on a on a day when you when you end the day knowing you've had the chance to live more and as you know I talk about you know being able to do the things you want to do rather than stuff that you need to do or you have to do what have you done what's that sort of perfect day for you if you get the chance to do what you want to do well that's a big question I think um, I think every day I just the thing is I to have very few days but I don't enjoy myself so that's a tough one Joe. <laughs> I love the work I do and I've there are the odd occasions when I get frustrated working with clients they can bring some issues that or that, that are difficult to deal with or they aren't in a place to make the changes so I can feel their frustrations too so that could be difficult but when I when I see changes in people, when I see them improving their lives, I just get such a high from it. So I enjoy that. I love being able to do what, yeah. I, I just, every day is just good. I, I find I am so lucky, and it might sound a bit, bit cheesy, but no, I do enjoy my life. And I make sure that I enjoy my life. I'd very, I'm very fortunate as much that I very rarely get up and feel low. Um, it just is. That just being in the moment for me is really important. Enjoying every moment. That's... And staying in it. Not worrying about what happened yesterday and oh, I did that wrong and screwed that up and how awful and uh, I'm useless because that doesn't help us. Mm. And and fortune telling into the future of what might happen tomorrow. Well, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So there doesn't seem any point. I'm not saying I don't plan things for the future, but I don't spend my time worrying about it. Yeah. I, I really found that living in the moment and enjoying it and just noticing what's around me. And even if it is a black cloud that I'm looking at out, of, out at, at the sky while I'm talking to you, even that, the movement in the air, the, the trees swaying in the breeze, they're things that sometimes we forget to do because we're so busy rushing around. So, yeah, every day is good for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's great to hear, and I think that is a really key point to make, which is that bit about living in the moment. I, it's something I've been working on more recently because I do tend to be thinking you know constantly about what's happened what's going to happen and you know particularly when I'm spending time with little Dodsey I'm really um, trying to really appreciate those moments because I know that you know they just don't last that long and, and you know before you know it she'll be up and away and and you know it's just about trying to remember what it was like and if you weren't really there <laughs> at the time you can't really remember it either can you? No I think that's that's a sadness because we're always worrying about 
them, children especially, they're in that phase and I can't wait for them to get over it and um, and then we forget to enjoy them and uh, we get so hung up as parents about getting it right mm. and I think there's always that thing in as well in the media I hear it so often on the radio oh well it's you know nearly the weekend or on TV they're advertising the programs for the next week and I think why, will you stop rushing my life I'm enjoying it now I don't want to be <laughs> thinking about next week or we're over the it's over the hump day well yeah but why not enjoy the part of the day that we're in and if we're not enjoying it well we need to make changes to enjoy it mm. are we in the right job are we doing what we really want to do and if and I know not everyone can do that but try and enjoy it as the best bits that you do enjoy yeah absolutely absolutely well Wendy we've come to the end of the interview and I've really enjoyed it you've given some great uh, ideas tips, hints and, um, and some good uh, apps and uh, tools and, and some links that we can put into the show notes. So really appreciate your time today. How can people find out more about you and connect with you? Where would you like them to go? Uh, you can find me on my website, which is uh, www.copewelltherapies.co.uk. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I think the links to all of my website so I could give them to you, you could post them on your page or something. Yes, please do. So I'm not sure how you do that but yeah I'll, I'll let you have that. I'm also on LinkedIn so you can find me quite readily and I'm always up for chatting to people. I have got a contact page on my uh, little pop-up on my website which uh, people can just make an appointment to have a chat or just have a session with me but yeah I'm always happy to chat to people and find out more about them or they can find out more about me. So, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. It's been a pleasure chatting to you this morning. Joe's Gems. This is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of the interview, the stuff that I really liked and the apps, books, music, tips and tools that were shared. This is for you if you heard something that you want to check out but you couldn't write it down at the time. Hopefully I've got you covered. And this is the bit for the really time-pressed. You can just listen here and get the gems from the interview. But of course, I wouldn't suggest you do that and miss out on the great conversation that I had with Wendy. The first tool that we talked about is Asana, which uh, I actually use myself to uh, plan the project for the podcast and to make sure that I get all the tasks done for that when I'm processing the podcasts. And Wendy says that she uses it for her own tasks, but she uses it in conjunction with somebody who helps her with her online marketing. So he sets up the tasks and reminds her what she needs to do. And then she puts things into the project management tool as well. Uh, and it means all the tasks are listed and uh, they're all sort of divided up under different projects. So that's Asana. Wendy uses Scannable which is an app to collect business cards. So when she's out at networking meetings, she just scans the business cards and they go straight into her contacts. And if they're on LinkedIn, uh, they get a, a LinkedIn connection showing on the phone too. So you can uh, remember who people were quite easily. Wendy and I talked about Periscope and this interview was actually done in the summer of 2015 and we're just launching it now obviously in March 2016. So we were talking about Periscope being still very new, which obviously it's not any longer. Wendy recommended something called Powtoon. It's an animation program and uh, there is a free option and she uses it to, uh, she's created an introduction on her website. She said it's fun to use and if you like technology and using characters and animation then it's great fun. 
Wendy said that she uses Facebook quite a lot. She said a lot of people sort of frown on, or some people frown on Facebook, but she finds that the groups can be really good. And she's part of a therapist group on there and there's lots of people exchanging information and offering advice and she picks up quite a lot of, of information uh, with the, within those groups. So recommends uh, Facebook and, and talking to people in your niche to keep up to speed on what's happening. She also talked about using Twitter and that she started to use her own hashtag, which is unstoppable confidence. And so when she posts things, she uses the hashtag so that if anybody clicks on that hashtag, whether that be in Facebook or Twitter, then it'll bring up all the information that's been posted using that. And obviously, as she's using it a lot, it'll be mostly her content. The other resources that Wendy shared, she talked about Toastmasters. She just joined the group in the summer and she was doing her first talk that evening uh, and she said she wanted to be able to uh, speak um, better so to uh, to do public speaking better which is why she'd started to go she said it can be quite formal and, and very structured but actually now she's getting her head around it she's finding it great fun she also very generously mentioned my newsletters said that she finds them fascinating and that she always finds little nuggets of information in there so uh, if you're interested in getting onto the newsletter list just go to powertolivemore.com and you can sign up for the newsletter there when we talked about music wendy said that she likes lots of different types of music but actually really likes spotify she said that she'd recently discovered it and likes that you can just pick a certain era or a particular artist or just a type of music and then you can get that information free from that uh, particular particular app. Moving on to the tips that Wendy shared, she tries to only work three days a week with her clients and she said that before she did that she generally found that she was trying to satisfy her clients needs and that wasn't really fitting in with her life and everything was a bit disjointed and that she wasn't very focused or organized so now because she in effect batches her clients into those three days in the middle of the week she finds herself being able to be more focused and organized uh, through the week and get more of her, her own things done too so she definitely recommends thinking about that we talked about health routines. She says she does make sure she has her breakfast every morning and she does do some exercise. She probably uh, walks more than anything else. She said she doesn't do meditation as such, but she does think those positive thoughts about how her day is going to be and looking forward to it. She likes to start her day feeling positive and she said generally she does because she loves her life and she's very passionate about what she does, which helps. She talked a bit about painting and drawing and said that uh, as a child, she believed she was hopeless at art but she decided to join an art class about seven years ago to see if she could be taught how to paint and draw. And she's really loving it and finding it's a great way of unwinding and actually is reasonably good at it. We talked a bit about speaking when we talked about the Toastmasters. And I uh, shared a tip that I heard at a conference that I was speaking at last year. A guy called Ian Hughes was presenting and he's an actor as well as a speaker and he, he's a speaking trainer. And one of the things he talked about was about when you're about to go on stage, when your adrenaline starts pumping and you get nervous, that what you can do is go and press up against the wall as if you were trying to push the wall over and do that three or four times. And what it does is it helps to, re to release that adrenaline from your body. And then Wendy shared a tip, which was uh, that it's really good to do a power stance. She says a bit like Wonder Woman, <laughs> so that you really um, pump yourself up and get yourself into the right frame of mind. So that might be something you want to try. <laughs> uh, we talked about opening your heart and mind to new things. Wendy says she loves exploring, going to different events and trying new things. 
and everything's exciting and she tries not to say that she can't do something she likes to say yes and then sort of worry about how that all pans out afterwards and she said she's found by doing that she's had so many opportunities that have come to her and she said just by opening her heart and her mind to new things and trying them out we touched on mindful eating Wendy sets aside time to have lunch and she tries to eat it without doing other things because she thinks that we get into the habit of multitasking and then we don't notice what we're eating and that also means that we sometimes end up eating the wrong foods as well. And she says that she loves her sleep and she does go to bed at a reasonable time and she makes sure she gets a good healthy sleep um, and, and pointed out that she doesn't function very well if she's tired. When we were talking about learning, Wendy talked about going to workshops and reading to improve her knowledge as, as well as the Facebook uh, interactions that, that, I, that I mentioned earlier. And she said she finds it, she thinks it's really important to keep up to date with what she's doing, particularly from a continued professional development perspective. And she belongs to associations and memberships that demand that she follows that CPD as well. But she does like to keep up to speed so that she can provide a good service to her clients. She talked about not beating yourself up. She said she's learned not to beat herself up. She can get frustrated, but she recognises that that doesn't help and sometimes says it's just a case of I've got to let it go and sort of prioritise what's important and just get on with that. And then we talked a bit about self-care. And she said, you know, she's learnt that if she's not feeling well, it's probably better just to take the time out and look after herself and get better and then attempt whatever it was when she's feeling fresher rather than sort of ruin the rest of the day or the rest of the week. And she says if she does have a day where she's not feeling well and she tries to push herself through it, then she finds that it takes longer to get well afterwards. And she's sort of learnt that through, you know, years of experience. But, um, you know, points out that when she was a full-time employee that she would just keep pushing until she really wasn't well and, and it really wasn't worth it. So she's clearly sort of learnt over the years that uh, taking care of herself is, is really key. And she talks about being in the moment and that that's really important to her, enjoying every moment and staying in that moment, not worrying about what happened yesterday and, and not worrying about the future. And she said that, um, you know, that's even things like, she said, you know, just noticing what's around her, even if it's a black cloud that she's looking out at the sky when she was talking to me, or maybe the movement in the air or the trees swaying in the breeze. It's things that we don't always notice because we're so busy rushing around. So she does try to, to really focus on on that um, being in the moment and noticing what's happening here and now rather than thinking about, as I said, the past or, or worrying about the future, which I think is really good advice. And to contact Wendy, you can go to her website, which is copewelltherapies.co.uk and there's a pop-up on the bottom right that says, how can I help? And you can click onto that and, and either send a message to Wendy or you can actually book directly in for an appointment with her to have a chat. You can find her on Facebook as The Relationship Therapist and also you can get to her on Twitter and LinkedIn and the links to those are on the show notes. To get to the show notes for Wendy's interview, you just need to go to powertolivemore.com forward slash 12 and that'll take you straight there. And all these links will be on that page. So powertolivemore.com forward slash 12. Use your power to live more. All the information as ever is available on the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com in this case forward slash 12. 
And if you'd like to sign up to get my weekly newsletter with more tips, strategies, ideas and tools to improve your power, you can do that on the website too. If you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash focus, then you can download my report about how to increase your focus for better productivity and that'll get you onto the mailing list as well. So again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 12 and we look forward to speaking to you next time. 